Hey, good evening, everyone. Welcome to Breaking Bread. I'm your host, Dr. Weech. Once again, we have a wonderful teaching. We have a wonderful program for you. And we just want you to let people know that Breaking Bread is on. Want you to let people know that Breaking Bread is on. And we have a wonderful teaching, as I said. Uh, we're going to go right into our introduction, and I'll be right back. Breaking bread, breaking bread with Dr. Weech. Faith, 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 breaking bread, breaking bread, breaking bread with Dr. Weech. Breaking bread, breaking bread, breaking bread with Dr. Weech. You're tuned in to Breaking Bread with your host and moderator, Dr. Weech. Let's go now to our study. Um, uh, thank you for tuning in to Breaking Bread. I'm your host, Dr. Weech. Once again, we had a wonderful teacher for you this week. Uh, we're just hoping that you let somebody know that we're on and give you a chance to get your Bibles out. Because once again, I like to give you a lot of scripture because it's good to take in the Bible from the eye gate. And as we look at it, we hear it because, again, faith comes by hearing and hearing by what? God's word, the most high God's word. So want to thank you once again. Lots of things are happening in our society, and I want to encourage everyone that we should be mindful and prayerful because our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Yeshua the Messiah, says we should always pray and not lose hope, not lose heart. Because, again, the only thing that the gates of hell will not prevail is the kingdom. Okay? The kingdom. He say, I'll give you the keys to the kingdom, and the gates of hell will not prevail. So I want to thank, uh, I guess, last week we had a wonderful dialogue, and hopefully I'll have another guest with us um, next week or the week after. I like to have people on because, again, it gives me an opportunity to let other people uh, tune in and get other perspectives. So it's a wonderful thing. So um, I really appreciate the man of God to share, who shared with us and a part of his uh, information, his wisdom. And his revelations about the journey uh, the Lord Savior took him with regards to the Sabbath and other things. So hopefully we'll have him back because there's a lot we want to get into. But in any event, I want to keep you mindful that it's uh, voting year. Uh, and if you're a believer, a kingdom participant, I want to always encourage you to uh, look and as Isaiah said to the law, to the testimony, if they don't speak according to this word, it's because there's no light in them. There's no light. And we know our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ, Yeshua the Messiah says, I am the light of the world. So when Isaiah says there's no light, there's no anointing, there's no Jesus, there's no Messiah in that word. So let's not vote the way everybody wants us to vote. Hold the nose if you need to, but vote with uh, the one that's voting in agreement of Scripture. And continuously pray that uh, whomever the Lord allows to go into these political places, uh, the Lord has a hand upon them. Uh, but we want you to just be mindful, be diligent, be vigilant. And with that being said, our topic this evening is as kingdom citizens, kingdom citizens. I spoke with you a couple of weeks ago regarding we're children of the Most High God. And being children of the Most High God, we're just not uh, related to the one who owns the government, but we're certainly, we're not just kingdom citizens, but we're related to the ones who run the country, run the nation, run the kingdom. And that's a beautiful thing. And I really wanted to expound on that teaching regarding the nations, other species coming to the earth realm 
uh, because there was some more scripture and hopefully I'll add an addendum to that and you can check that on the podcast. I want to remind you these uh, programs are real time. Well, this program is real time. Uh, you can check the chat room. The chat room is available. Once again, if you want to go to the chat room, uh, you click on the player and uh, right to the lower left, not the bottom left, but you look to the left, you see a little uh, box menu. You click on that and you'll click the ellipsis or the bubble that you see there and the chat room come up. So if you want to ask us questions via the chat room, you may. Uh, please interact with us via various social medias. If you have questions or comments, you can send those as well. The number to call in is 321 345 WGGF. That's 321. 321- Three four five nine four four three. So with that being said, I'm going to go to a couple of commercials and we're going to get right into our study because I believe if we talk about kingdom citizenry or citizenship, we need to know the benefits that we have being kingdom persist, uh, participants or citizens. More importantly, what benefits we have being related to the creator of the universe being uh, related to king of the universe uh, and we need to understand what privileges we have and how we access them and how we assess them access them to the ends that we want to do so this is going to be a great teaching the way this teaching is going to go you're going to think that this is some like hey man he's talking just some major stuff and this is the reality uh so in any event, let me not talk it away. Let's get into the study because I don't want to run out of time anyway. So uh, this is Breaking Bread. I'm your host, Dr. Weech. We'll be right back. There's a saying, pressure burst pipes or pressure will burst diamonds. When you encounter pressure in your life, you need to be the diamond that comes forth. Abba Theological Seminary helps you become the gem the Most High God created you to be. Abba Theological Seminary has various programs ranging from the arts, such as videography, to becoming a biblical scholar in theology. Abba Theological Seminary has degree programs in ministerial vocations starting from the associate level, allowing you to work to earn your doctoral degree. Abba Theological Seminary is a fully functional online educational institution providing our students with a rigorous curriculum, access to seasoned professors, and a vast amount of online resources to assist our students along their journey. Don't hesitate. Call an advisor today. For more information, log on to www.atsedu.info. That's atsedu.info. Or you can call 954-324-7280. Again, that's www.atsedu.info. Or call 954-324-7280. Again, that's 954-324-7280. Hello, friends. Are you a pastor in search of support? Maybe you are a lay person seeking clarity on God's movement and kingdom. Let me encourage you to connect with the G2G Foundation as we are making efforts to assist faith-based organizations to get back on message. Our Lord and Savior Yeshua the Messiah, Jesus the Christ, said the gospel of the kingdom will be preached worldwide as a witness, then the end will come. I talk to many religious leaders and believers and many are unclear to the kingdom message. It is vital in these times that we teach and preach the God's kingdom and tell them about the king. For more information, you can log on to the g2gfoundation.org or call 305-647-1922. That's 305-647-1922. Or log on to the g2gfoundation.org. 
Did you know there's scientific evidence that prayer works? I'm not telling you this to validate God's word, but I'm telling you what we as believers in the Most High God already know. Yeshua, the Messiah, Jesus the Christ, our Savior, said men should always pray and not lose faith. This is why I want to invite you to pray with me. I'm looking for at least seven, and with 12 or more, we can do wonders. But I'm looking for at least seven people who are committed to prayer. We will pray every Wednesday at 8 p.m. So if you want to join me in a few faithful, I want you to call 305-647-1922 or email us at info at the G2G Foundation.org. That's info at the G2G Foundation.org. Or hit us up on Instagram or Twitter at the G2G Foundation. Once again, I'm inviting you to pray every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Send your prayer requests, expectations for the miraculous as we shake things up with prayer. Every Wednesday at 8 p.m., 305-647-1922. All right, welcome back. Uh, we're ready to begin our study. Uh, thanks for tuning in once again. Uh, let's just go right into it. Father in heaven, thank you for this opportunity once again to discuss your word. We do pray for those who are tuning in to this message and for those who will tune in that you give them guidance and wisdom, Heavenly Father. Open our hearts and our minds to the doors of understanding that we may, that we may come into an appreciation of your word. And in that appreciation, we can understand how to be kingdom citizens, Father, and more importantly, be obedient children of the most high God operating in this earth realm in our purpose so we can see the fullness of the manifestation of the kingdom in our lives and within the lives of others heavenly father in this earth realm we thank you now we yield to the power of your word the presence the blood and the name that's above every name in Jesus Christ's name we pray Yeshua HaMashiach name we pray amen 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 all right last time we spoke we talked about the importance of being kingdom citizens and being children of the most high God and being related to uh, not just our big brother, but the biggest brother who's king of the universe. Remember, Christ resurrected with all power. And he says, all power is given to me in heaven and in the earth realm. And so this is important as we continue to move forward in the kingdom. <clears throat> I always say that as believers, we don't hear uh, the kingdom message enough. Uh, we even speak to people and they don't understand the kingdom message. They may not even, I've, I've, again, I've even had people say, what do you mean when you talk about the kingdom? So this is something that we need to understand how to operate in because that's the fullness of it. And we understand kingdom. We understand that we are exactly in the place that we need to be when it comes to biblical and scriptural reference. Because the Bible talks about kingdom. The Bible talks about the king. And so whenever we, I always say, whenever we put the weight of the prophecy of biblical scripture on the Messiah, it will always fall upon our side. We began a kingdom uh, series, web series, and we've done our first uh, our first episode. You can check it on the channel Dr. Weech, the YouTube channel Dr. Weech, and we're going to upload that second episode to give people a clarity of what kingdom is. But nevertheless, we're talking about as kingdom citizens and children of the most high Elohim God, what is expected to me what are the benefits because see i always say if we're in a contract with something we need to know the benefits if we're in an agreement with someone we need to know the benefits that we have and even as we as people call themselves want to run to america because they say it's the american dream it's a bare way of living then they understand that there are benefits in living in this country so if such is the case we need to also understand that there are benefits 
as we live and operate in the kingdom. I want you to go to John chapter 10, verse 10, John chapter 10, verse 10. And I want to look at a scripture that we, we read and we're familiar with the scripture, but I don't think we know the, the, the strength or the power in this particular verse. When we go to John chapter 10, verse 10, <clears throat> John chapter 10, verse 10. Well, let's look at number nine because I like the way number nine sounds. The Messiah is teaching and he talks. He says, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes not but to kill, I mean, steal, to kill and destroy. Watch this. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it in more abundantly. Now, get this. That word abundantly is peresos in the Greek, peresos. And it literally means in excess, superior quality. It's literally saying how you hear some of these people just go spend and they just want to floss and do their thing. This is literally what the Messiah is talking about. He's saying, I come that you can live in an extravagant manner. That's what the word means. The word means super abundant, superior in quality. That's what it means. Superior in quality, meaning the best of the best. Now, this is not prosperity gospel. This is just saying what the Messiah said. He says, I come that you can have life and have it in excess, in superior quality. You understand? That's what that means. I've come that you can live in a manner that's in superior quality, that's in comparison to nothing else, if you can put your heart and mind to it, and if you can have that currency that operates in the kingdom, of which we'll get to. All right? So, remember, superior in quality means the best. So, as a child of the Most High God, you shouldn't feel ashamed if your heart's desire is that you want the best. As a child of the Most High God, you shouldn't feel bad if you choose not to have the best. You understand? This is that reality. It's within you. But uh, no one understand that the Father sent the Son so that we can have life in quality. And in not just quality, but the best of the best. Hmm? To give you an example of that, the Messiah said when, the, when uh, Martha came to drop that uh, ointments on the Lord's feet, the disciples were upset. They said, why is she wasting the stuff like this? And he said, hey, yo, 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 relax. You're going to always have the poor with you, but me, you won't. See? So the Messiah is telling you that, hey, he came to live a humble life, but he said, hey, y'all ain't going to have the poor... I'm not poor. He says, y'all going to have to poor with you all the time, but you're not going to have me every time. So he made that distinction. He made that distinction, even though they say he was poor, that we can't be rich. Well, he wasn't too poor because he knew his place in king. See? See? So he's saying, it's okay to go all out. <laughs> it's okay to go all out. He say, leave her alone. It's, it's, it's good to do this for me. It's, it's, it's good to do this for the king of the universe. So it's good if you have great taste in things and you like the best things. You like some of the finer things in life. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But I got to get to the point because we don't want it to be to take priority of the mission and the will and the purpose that the most high God has on your life and the purpose of the kingdom, which is to see souls and lives change. Souls want lives change and people being born again into the kingdom. He wants to see his kingdom expand, all right? 
Now, let's go to First John. And I like John because John kind of lays this thing down. Go to First John. First John, uh oh, this thing messing up. First John, chapter three. I have this digital thing, and sometimes you don't touch it right; it goes off. Go to First John, chapter ten. I'm sorry, first three. First John, chapter three. Okay. Uh, go to verse 9. I'm sorry. Go to verse 9. Whoever has been, First uh, John chapter 3, verse 9. Whoever has been, what, born of God does not sin, for his seed remains in him, and he cannot sin because he has been born of God. Again, we were talking about being born again. We were talking about that we need to be born again, and once we're born again, we're directly related to the Messiah. We're directly related to the Most High God. We told you that when these nations come and visit, they're going to see us us sitting on the throne because the man of God told us. Paul saw the revelations. We were seated in heavenly places. They're going to see us seated uh, 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 with our Heavenly Father and our Savior, and they're going to be like, who are these people? And the Most High God will be like, these are my children. Huh? All of these are my children. I'm telling you. All right. So, again, we told you that we, you, you, you were born from the seed of God. It wasn't flesh and blood that created that new birth. You heard the word of God. That word came in you and you were born from that seed. And that baptism symbolizes the death to sin, to renounce sin. And you were resurrected into the newness of life. All right. You've been born of the most high God. You've been born through the most high El Elyon. All right. Now in verse 10, it says in this, the what children of God and the children of the devil are manifest. So you, you, you need to understand everybody claiming children of God, but everybody ain't born of God. That's like you get some people, they want to stay want to claim this set. And they'd be like, man, we don't know you. You didn't put in work over here the same thing the lord remember the lord says many gonna say lord lord we did preaching we did teaching we we did healing we we, we made we cast out uh uh devils and did all kind of stuff and the lord gonna say i don't know you i never knew you hmm? you claim in this set but i don't know you okay so whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God nor is he who does not love his brother so the one thing we realize we have to what practice righteousness if we're going to call ourselves children of the most high God and you got to understand righteousness is what righteousness is what Abraham believed God and God the most high God counted it or credited that to him as righteousness so when we believe in the most high God's word when we believe, we in believing, we speak it, not just speak it, we apply it in our lives and we live our lives accordingly. This what makes us good citizens of the kingdom. You know, people will say things, you know, he's a model citizen. He keeps the law. He pays his taxes. He does all these things. He's a great citizen. He's a great neighbor. The same thing what the Messiah says. He says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And in loving him and demonstrating obedience to what he uh, mandates what he requires we're great citizens of the kingdom we're favored children of the most high elohim god all right so now 
who does not practice righteousness is not of God. So you need to understand that the Messiah, the most high God makes this distinction himself and saying, some of y'all daddy is the devil and some of y'all daddy is my father. So we can't get it twisted. If we're not going to practice righteousness, we can't claim that set. We can't claim citizenship to the, to the kingdom of the most high God, Elohim. We can't claim citizenship there. See? So in order for us to claim citizenship there, we have to what? Be born of God. We have to love God, the most high God, Elohim. And we just need to demonstrate the righteousness of the most high God. All right? So we have to demonstrate the righteousness of the most high God. All right, so let's continue. So now let's go to Luke chapter 12. Luke chapter 12. Luke chapter 12. And take a look at verses 31. Luke chapter 12, verse 31. Luke chapter 12, verse 31. To give you... uh, a, 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 a pretext of what's going on here. The Messiah is teaching and his disciples are trying to figure out exactly what's going on. And he's saying, listen, Solomon wasn't arrayed like the lilies of the valley. Cause, and he says, in all his glory, he says, my father takes care of these lilies of the valley. You see? And now he goes on further. And in 29, 11, Luke chapter 12, verse 29, he says, do not seek what you should eat or what you should drink. Nor have an anxious mind, and the apostle Paul says, be anxious for nothing. For all these things the nations of the world seek after, and your father knows that you need these things. Luke chapter 12, verse 31. Look what he says. But seek the kingdom of God, and all these things should be added to you. All right? So, in God's kingdom, we should have an expectation of provision. We should have an expectation for provision. I tell you, I always tell people, listen, if the most high God can't take care of his citizens, we serve in the wrong king. Okay? We serve in the wrong king. And we have to make the connection in what the Savior said, saying abundant life, meaning superior in quality. So if I'm not seeing the superior in quality in my life, I need to examine the practice of what I'm doing when it pertains to kingdom and citizenship and sonship or daughtership in the most high God. Because... As we're going to see, God has uh, uh, no problem in overwhelming you with blessing. Now, when we're going to look at Matthew chapter 6, it says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, and all things shall be added unto you. What is God's kingdom and the righteousness? Abraham believed God, the most high God, Elohim, and the most high God credited that to him for what? Righteousness. When we believe the word of the most high God, we practice it and apply it in our lives. We are operating in the righteousness of Elohim, the most high God. We're operating in righteousness of the most high God. All right. So. We can't let doubt come into our mind. And doubt causes us not to follow the word because doubt causes us to be, well, is it really real? And when you're doubting, you're not going to really apply it. The, uh, the, the psalmist says, I believe and I spoke it. And we got to understand how did in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth and God said, let there be light, light came. 
But did he just stop at speaking? No, he had to implement some practice into the manifestation of the light. The speaking was what he was already thinking. I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this light. But there were some things that he implemented in place, and this is what we want to get into. So we saw that he says, seek God's kingdom first because the most high God's kingdom agenda is this, that not one soul should perish. We look at Ezekiel, not one soul should perish. And even the Messiah says, I have lost none of them, Daddy, that you have given me except that one who was destined for this uh, perdition. So it's the father's pleasure. It's the son's pleasure is that not one soul should perish. He is grieved when it happened. How do we know that? But the, because the Messiah says, oh, Jerusalem, oh, Jerusalem, how I wish to bring you together. He wept. You, people thinking the most High got up there in heaven, just blue, 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 striking thunder uh, bolts at people. He not on that. I'm telling you, the most High God's agenda is to love every person under the sun that's why he sent his son and the bible clearly says in john i think i'm gonna get to it he, to destroy the works of the enemy the devil that's why he came to destroy the works of satan so when we recognize that all the works of satan has been destroyed we should be confidently walking in the word, realizing that there's nothing the enemy can throw your way that has not been thrown the Messiah's way and defeated soundly, convincingly, completely. You need to remember that same DNA that lived in the Messiah is operating in you. Now, let's continue. Let's go to Luke chapter uh, 11. Go to Luke chapter 11. Verse 9. Go to Luke chapter 11, verse 9. Now, let me tell you something. Let me make this confession. I've heard people say, oh, if the Lord don't do nothing for me, again, I'll be satisfied. That isn't my prayer. I, I got to confess right now. <laughs> That's not my prayer. I'm like, Lord, listen, whatever blessing you got for me, let me get them all. Hmm? And I'm not going to feel bad if somebody say, oh, you took my blessing. There's a reason why he gave it to me if it was yours. If it's yours, I ain't getting it because I want the fullness of it. And if somebody don't want this, please give it to me. Please give it to me because I know what to do with it. I don't heard people say, oh, I don't need all that money. I want to do all that money. I got a plan for it. I'm going to tell you that now. I got a plan for it. So, Lord, bring it this way. May I be the magnet for the currency in various countries so I can do the work of the kingdom. I'm telling you that right now. So let me get back on this. People say, oh, well, you know, I don't need this anymore. I don't want to, I don't, you know, God don't need to give me nothing else. That's not my prayer. God, give it all to me. And as you're going to see, I'm going to find scripture that's integrable to this. Now, in Luke chapter 11, verse 9, look what it says. Look what the Messiah says. He says, so I tell you, I'm kind of, you know, flirting with these words a little bit. But he says, so I say to you, I'm telling you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be open. Look what he says. For everyone who asks, receives, and he who seeks, finds, and to him who knocks, it will be open, all right? It will be open. Watch this. You can read those 11 and 12 to, uh, uh, yourself, but I want to get to 13. He says, if you then being evil, talk about mankind, know how to give good gifts to children, because you can say, boy, that's a nasty man. That's a nasty one. But she love her kids, but he loves his kids. And the Messiah says, if y'all evil and y'all still look after your kids, look what he says. How much to give 
good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father, Heavenly Father, give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? Hmm? He says, how much more will your Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? I want that Holy Spirit, and I'm asking. Because He says, if I'm asking, I'm going to get it. If I'm seeking, I'm going to find it. If I knock, that door will be open. All right? He's telling you, I say to you, ask. He's telling you, ask. Y'all be scared to ask, man, tell the most high God how you feel. He says, I want you to have the best in quality of life. Listen, think about this. Uh, the queen of Sheba went to see Solomon. And the way Solomon lived, she, she, she was like, oh, my gosh. I see what they said is, about you is true. Your God, the most high God that, that you talk about. Is blessing you. I see your workers well taken care of. Your workers are flossing. Your children taken care of. Your people taken care of. That's a great witnessing too. Let me tell you something. I feel a whole lot. I feel very good when I have a couple dollars in my pocket. I feel very good if my mom asks for something. I can give her something. If somebody asks for something. I feel good about that. Oh, God is good. But at the same time, if I don't have, God is still good. And even in the midst of when I don't have, provisions or faith should be sent that way. Funny thing happened. I was taking my mom to the doctor. She's coming out, and we need help getting her in the car. And the man just came out of nowhere. Oh, let me help you all with no problem. Man, the man helped out. My mama said, double bless. He said, oh, that's great. That's what Elisha asked Elijah. Now, how did this man know this? Must have been a man of God, huh? God has things in place to assist you. But Christ, the Messiah, saying, I need y'all to ask. <laughs> ask don't be scared to ask now when we look at the asking let's put it all in perspective when we go to revelation chapter 3 revelation chapter 3 revelation chapter 3 verses uh look at verses 20 revelation chapter 3 verse 20 now, he says, everyone who knocks, the door will be open. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in him and die with him and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will grant to what it says, sit with me on my throne as I also overcome and set down my father on his throne. I'm telling y'all, when we do the work of the father, Operating in the anointing of the son, we sit on that throne. He says, y'all sit with me on the throne. Hmm? I want to shower you with blessings. But now when you knock, you need to knock and let me in my purpose, my will, how I'm telling you how to do it. See, he says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice, once you hear the voice, let him in. Let him in. Don't compromise the word because if you're asking the most high God, to do something for you, or if you're asking or believing the Most High God for something, you need to let the Messiah in and instruct, and let him instruct you on how you should obtain the things you're asking him for. Because he said, I'm standing to the door knocking. If you let me in, well, wait a minute. If you hear my voice, I'm talking. I'm talking. If anyone hears my voice. So literally the Messiah said, hey, come here. I want to I I come and eat with you. Now, when he says, I want to eat with you and dine with you, he's literally saying, I want to fellowship with you. Okay. This is the most precious thing that the Most High God loves. He loves for us to fellowship with him. We just said more of the Holy Spirit. That it's daddy's pleasure. And I say, I mean, pops in the penthouse in the highest heaven. It's daddy's pleasure to give you the kingdom <clears throat> or the Holy Spirit. 
He says, yo, daddy want to give you the Holy Spirit. You know why? That Holy Spirit is more of him. He wants you more like him. He wants you more like him. Three two one three four five nine four four three three two one three four five WGGF. So he's telling you, I want you more like me. And when you're more like me, you can stand up and think like me. Be me. Remember, Satan's upset because he said, I will be and make myself like the most high God. Hmm? But when we act in covenant, he says, I'm giving you power to be sons of the most high God. That's why the enemy hates us and wants to bring this illusion, say, it's my way better. No, when you're asking, remember, when you ask, he says, when you're asking, you're knocking, I'm coming in. I'm going to instruct you how to do these things. No shortcut. Hear my voice. And if you hear it, listen to me. And in the process of you desiring these things, there's fellowship. There's fellowship. See, sometimes we take the shortcuts and the Messiah says, boy, you want to take the shortcut. You're missing the most important thing I want to give you. And that's the fellowship. That's the fellowship. Moses, I, I look at Exodus 33, 34, and it, it always overwhelms me. Uh, the most high God says, you know what? I said, I'm going to give you all this land. Take the land and y'all just get out my face. Moses said, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Mosai. You say you know me by name. You say I find. Look what he says. You said this. You called me out of the wilderness. Come lead these people. You ain't finna leave me here by myself. He says, if you're not coming with us, don't take us nowhere. He wanted the fellowship. I tell you, I just read that script. I think it just knocked God off his, off the throne. And I mean that not negatively. I mean, he was just like, whoa, he wants my fellowship. He wants to be with me. And he just said, Moses, you're right. I do know you by name. And he says, because you want my presence, watch what I do. It's going to be dreadful what I'm going to do in the earth for I'm backing you. And I'm telling you, when we continue to invite the presence of the Most High God in our lives and we allow him to fellowship with us in the press process of what we're asking him for, you're going to see awesome things happen in your life. Because the most high God is what he, he wants to show out. He, if he sends superior quality, he wants to show out. That's what he wants to do. Look what he did in uh, 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 Daniel. Meshach, Sharon, and Abednego. Nebuchadnezzar, we don't care what you do, but we ain't bowing, man. We don't care. We ain't slow to respond. We can tell you not. You can strike us down not. We ain't bowing, so not. Oh, most high God steps up. I'm in the fire with these guys. It was superior in quality. Don't be afraid to ask the most high for things that you desire. Because if it's a desire, he says he gives the desire of the heart. Mm? And if you're praying, asking the most high and answering that door, letting your savior come in and fellowship and talk you through the process. You, you, you don't need to be ashamed. No. Mm -mm. Let me hasten because I'm kind of. Running behind time, when we look at Matthew chapter 6, it says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added unto you. What are these things that will be added to us? We'll get to that in a minute, but let's go to James quickly because I want to put these things in perspective. So we go to James chapter 1, verse 5. Look what he says. But, and let's look at verse 4 because verse 4 is very uh, uh, relevant. He says, but let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Sometimes we don't want to be patient and go through the process. And I can tell you plainly, I, sometimes I'm saying, Lord, like David, how long, Lord? David said, how long? 
Well, Abraham waited 25 plus years to get that promise. Hmm? And I'm telling you, I really believe that in that process, the Most High God was enjoying the fellowship. He was enjoying the fellowship. I always say the Messiah, our Savior, enjoyed the fellowship with the disciples and apostles because if he didn't, the, after the third day of resurrection, he could say, Pops, I did my job. Let me come home. He literally could have did that. But the, the, the Bible, John says, man, he kept showing himself to the apostles, to the disciples. He kept showing himself until he couldn't. He, until he said, man, I got to go, man. If I don't leave now, I ain't going to never leave. See? That's because he enjoyed the fellowship. So I'm telling you, when you spend time with the Most High God until uh, uh, spend time with the, the, the Savior, Jesus, Yeshua, the Messiah, and you begin to listen to the words because maybe it says the words that I speak, their spirit, their life, you take that in. And as you take in that word, the word becomes flesh. Hmm? You become God in the flesh living in your life. Look at this. If what are you? He says, knock, it shall be open. Ask. If anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives to all liberally without reproach and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith. That is the currency of the kingdom. We have to have faith. Now, if we're asking, what are we asking for? We need that wisdom. What is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit comes to the, and gives us that wisdom and gives us and reminds us of the, the things the Messiah taught us. So, knock we're knocking. We want something. There's a desire in the heart. Remember, he gives the desires of the heart. So if it's desire, he puts it there. And we're asking. We're praying, asking for it. So we're knocking. He sends the Holy Spirit. The Messiah comes and eat with us, dine with us, has fellowship with us. And he guides us through the process of getting that thing that we want as we're asking more of the Holy Spirit from the Father. That's more wisdom to get and to obtain the thing we're wanting to accomplish. I always said, you know, I was telling a lady friend of mine years ago, I, I may have said this before, that I want to get a doctorate degree because I like the way it sounds. Well, talking wasn't enough. I had to do some things to manifest that. Hmm? If you want something, there's still a process of the learning to go through, and the Messiah appreciates the process because that's what? When you're going through that process, you're only going to draw strength in him because you'll be like, man, I can't do this by myself. And he says, great, you're going to have faith in me. Because remember, I'm with you in this process. You let me in. Anyone who hears my voice lets me in. I knock at the door. You let me in. Let me handle this. Remember, superior and quality, that you are a royal priesthood, and you shouldn't feel bad about liking nice things. Okay? All right, so let's go to James chapter 4, verse 3. James chapter 4, verse 3. Now, here's what happened when we're asking and we don't receive a possibility. You, in uh, James chapter 4, verse 3, says, You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss. And that Greek word is kekos, which means bad, just malicious and evil, that you spend it on your pleasures. So if we're asking, we're not receiving, we need to examine our purpose. Now, again, if you ask and you're not receiving, you understand that the release hasn't come yet. Why? Because you've let the Messiah in. You're getting wisdom. You're growing in knowledge in the Holy Spirit. And the Messiah is walking you through the process. And you know what's coming. Hmm? You're not frustrated. You know what's coming. You can, listen, Satan deceived 
uh, uh, tempted, not deceive uh, the Messiah's vi- victory in every area, victorious in every area. But Satan tried to deceive the Messiah and says, hey, uh, listen, I'll give you all these worlds if you bend and worship me. He says, get, get away from me, Satan. We worship, it's written, we worship only God and only him should you serve and worship. He could tell Satan directly, I want nothing from you. And this is what our lives are about when we renounce sin. Satan, boy, I want nothing from you. I want absolutely nothing from you. Why? Because it can't compare to the quality of the Messiah or the Most High God giving me something. The the quality is non-comparison. It's a cheap replica that Satan wants to offer you. And that's why I say you, you need to be walking with the Most High because I'm telling you, the Messiah appreciates the fellowship. He really loves your company. Now, let's go to, so we understand if we're knocking, we're knocking, the Messiah is knocking, let him in. He goes with us through the process. He say, I'm telling you, ask. When we ask, we don't ask amiss. We ask for more of that Holy Spirit from our daddy. You see? We ask more of our Holy Spirit. Um, let's go to, one second, let me see something here. Uh, let me see something. Let me see something before I go on because I want to show y'all something very, very important. All right, so let's go to Matthew chapter 10. Go to Matthew chapter 10. Go to Matthew chapter 10. Matthew chapter 10. Matthew chapter 10. So we have to realize and recognize that our Heavenly Father loves fellowship. He wants to spend time with us. That's most important. And look what he says. If anyone answers, I will come into them. Eat with him. Talk with him. You understand? He wants fellowship. And in the process, he wants us to trust him through the process of whatever we're believing him for. Because you know how good it looks when you've got something and you say, hey, my daddy blessed me with this. My, who, who your father? Uh, God Himself. Come on, what? He, this is how it was done. It's a great witnessing too. God, you think God don't want you bragging on Him? Remember, He gonna tell other nations, "This is my beloved son. This is my beloved daughter. These are my children." He gonna be bragging on you. Remember when you got baptized? The same way He told all of heaven and creation, "This is my son. Listen to him." The same thing He did when you got baptized. Told all of the universe, "This is my son." This is my daughter. This is my child. Hmm? All right, so let's go to Matthew chapter 10, verses 5. Matthew chapter 10, verse 5. It says, These twelve sent out and commanded them, saying, Do not go into the will of the Gentiles, the nations, and do not enter into the seat of the Samaritans. This obviously has changed because it's been open to everything. But go rather to the Lord's house of the sheep of Israel. But look what he attributed to the things when he said, This is kingdom. He says, go preach, saying the kingdom of heaven, the same as kingdom of God. Remember, uh, Matthew was writing to a Jewish Hebrew audience, and they were careful not to say God. So he says the kingdom of heaven. He says, heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out demons freely as you've received, freely give. Watch this. So you mean to tell me as a kingdom citizen, child of the most high God, I have a right to be healed from sickness? Yes. 
I have a right to be healed from diseases, cleanse the leper. Lepers was just a word they used, not just for the skin deficiency, but it became a word to be used for various diseases, not just the skin ailment. I have a right to be delivered and cleansed from disease. Yes. Raise the dead. That literally meant when uh, people dead it for sure, literally. And it also meant, you know, uh, when the doctor said six months ago, he's good as dead. That's what it meant. Raise the dead. What they say, you ain't going to live. Come, 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 come. Healing in the name of Jesus Christ. You sure the Messiah saved the world. Blood has cleansed you from that sin. Get up and be delivered. So these are the things and the benefits that you deserved being a kingdom participant. Now, I always say, if he says, let me in, he wants to walk you through the process. You just can't profess the confession. You've got to do something. I tell people often that my challenge was my blood pressure. So I literally say, Lord, I do not want to be on meds for this blood pressure. So I begin to watch what I eat. I begin to exercise. I begin to do all these things. And sometimes the most challenging thing that needs to change is just not the mindset, but your conversation. Remember, everything bows at the name of Yeshua, the Messiah, Jesus the Christ. Everything has to bow. So if everything bows, it means they're surrendering that this is a greater authority. This thing is more powerful than that I am. And you're saying, I'm asking for mercy. You are more powerful. So every disease under the sun has got to surrender to the name of Jesus the Christ, Yeshua the Messiah. So when he says, heal the sick, what is it that the Messiah is telling you that you can do? I saw this documentary a long time ago, and I would encourage anybody to watch it. It says, eat yourself alive. And it talked about how people were just changing their diets and the, the foods they were eating, they were getting healed. And this one doctor, he was saying, I was talking to this doctor. This doctor gave my dad so many days to live, and I I was studying, and I was like, why isn't there no answer? And he says he started looking up foods and this and that, and he put his dad on his diet, and the doctor went back. And I said, what are you doing here? He said, man, the doctor didn't even ask what he did. And he says, I realized then that they don't, they don't know how to apply this stuff. Now, again, healing comes in various ways. You can be healed on the spot according to faith, or the most high can walk you through a process. Now, if you hear that you don't get healing, God is going to speak to you directly. Why? Because Paul says, this thing God has, has not taken from me, so I can remain humble. Because remember, Paul was dead, went to the third of the heavens. And God, and, and according to him, he says, God said, this will sit with you so you don't get puffed up. Because you heard some great things when you checked out momentarily. Hmm? So, heal the sick. Not just that we're professing our faith, I'm by his stripes, I'm healed. But what is it that I need to do to uh, draw myself closer to that healing? The woman who was subjected to so many doctors, she did everything she could. She went to doctor after doctor after doctor and he kept saying this, kept saying it. But it says her condition did not improve. Now, she did her part until she said, you know what, I'm going to press and get into the presence of the Most High God, and I'm going to touch him, and I know once I touch him, I'm going to be here. What does she strive for? She got closer. The, the thing is this. The symbolism is she got closer to the Most High God. She got closer to the anointing. We had this, the, the, young, the woman of God on uh, a few weeks ago, and she said, I was sick, bedridden, the doctors couldn't do nothing with me, but the Most High God healed my body and took the ministry that he placed in me into a different direction, and I had to profess that God is a healer. She said the Most High God healed her supernaturally, and she said she had to do some things in that process to obtain the healing. So again, 
we it's good for us to profess, declare, believe. But now what else is the most high God instructing us as he's walking us through the process? Because remember, if we're asking him for something, we've knocked on that door, let him in. He's counseling us, giving us more of the Holy Spirit, guiding us through the process. Hmm? He, I will never leave nor forsake you. Okay. I have a right to be cleansed from diseases. Huh? The doctor wrote you off as good as dead. Guess what? Ah, he's good as dead. They sent him to the hospice, raise the dead. This is and cast out demons. And that means you can be of a clear mind. You don't need to hear voices say kill yourself. You don't need to hear voices say jump off the building. You don't need to hear voices say kill somebody. Be free. Cast out demons. Huh? This is the power and the authority that we as believers need to operate in. And we have to ask for more what? Of that Holy Spirit. Remember the Messiah says it's your father's pleasure to give you the kingdom. He says it's your father's pleasure to give you the Holy Spirit, and it's your father's pleasure to give you the kingdom. So if it's daddy's pleasure to give us the kingdom, why well, I feel kind of ooh, kind of funny asking? Hmm? You don't need to feel funny. Position yourself to, to allow God to put you in that place so you can receive and obtain the blessing. All right? Now, when we look at Deuteronomy 28, 1-3, uh, Moses talks about the blessing overtaking you. Huh? The Messiah reiterates that in Matthew chapter 5, verses 1. He gives nine blessings. Blessed are you. Blessed are you. Blessed are the other share here. Blessed are those who persecute for Christ's sake, for yours the kingdom of God. Blessed are you. Blessed are you. So he gives those nine blessings. I say, Lord, let me receive every one of them. Let me receive every drop. Now, I also am very honest with the Most High God and my Father. Because I tell the Lord, listen, Lord, I, if you can spare me from pain and persecution, Lord, so let it be. <laughs> I mean, if you different, you pray, Lord, bring the pain, bring the slaughter, bring the persecution. You're good. You can have mine. I'll take the blessing. <laughs> but I always say, Lord, whatever your will is, because I know whatever I go through, you're with me through the process because I knocked, you answered. When you knocked, I answered, I let you in, and you're coming, and you're sitting with me, we're eating, we're fellowshipping, and you're discussing and giving me wisdom, the Father's pleasure to give you the Holy Spirit. Anyone who lacks wisdom, let, let them ask the Most High God, he will give it. So in the process, I'm getting the wisdom, wisdom to obtain the victory. And guess what? When you go through the process and you get the wisdom to obtain the victory, now you can instruct others confidently with faith because you understand the blueprint of how to accomplish and conquer the thing, whatever you were encountering or that challenge. See, this is why many people do the shortcut, but they miss the opportunity to get the, 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 uh, the experience, the process to tell other people how it was done. People say, Hey man, how you did X, Y, Z? Oh, let me tell you. See the process. You can impart that wisdom to other people. All right, so um, so we have a right to be healed. We have a right to be delivered. We have a right to all of these things being uh, uh, kingdom participants. We have a right to those things, and we have to recognize that. All right, we have to recognize that. Um, let's go to Luke chapter twelve. Luke chapter twelve. I think I read the scripture, but I want to read this part right here. In Luke chapter 12, verse 31, it says, But seek the kingdom of God and all these things, and it shall be added unto you. 
I forgot this part. Do not fear, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Now, we just read how the Messiah said your father wants to give you more of the Holy Spirit. And it's the father's pleasure to give you the kingdom. So, <clears throat> again, you can call me greedy because people say, oh, if the Lord will do nothing else, I'm satisfied. No, Lord, I'm greedy. Give me all of my blessings. I'm serious. The blessing of the Lord makes rich, brings no sorrow to it. Lord, let that blessing hit me. Okay? So let me say, renew my mind into what I'm thinking. I need, I'll become literate with investing in other things. And he'll bring the opportunity this way. And God will guide me in the process to where I don't rush to judgment trying to get into something. The Most High God will give me guidance and wisdom. Remember, the Messiah is walking me through this process. So if it's the Father's pleasure to give you the kingdom, why are we... Act like we scared to ask. He says, I have come that they can have life abundantly. Perasas means top quality, extravagant. That means health. That means household. That means in every direction. Now, again, there's no perfect life because if it was, the Messiah wouldn't have came. Remember, we was messed up. That's why the Messiah came. <laughs> he came to help us out. And see, guess what? He went through the process of that cross. See, he can say, man, you know how that, that, that cross is rough, but I did it for you. The same way I conquered, you can conquer. Well, Lord, if you did that for me when I wasn't thinking about you, I can go forward. Of course you can do it because I'm with you through the process. All right. I'm with you through the process. So remember, he says, how can I uh, obtain these things? Hey, it's your father's pleasure. Let's not feel a certain kind of way. Let's not be deceived into thinking that you as a believer, you shouldn't have money. And let us not be deceived that you shouldn't have a whole lot of it. Let us not be deceived as a believer that you're more, you seem more uh, uh, pious, righteous, being sick. Let us not, don't be deceived into thinking that you, you, you got to be holding your head down. No. You are a child of the most high Elohim God. And he says, it's daddy's pleasure to give you Holy Spirit for wisdom. It's daddy's pleasure to give you what? Kingdom. Don't shriek at the opportunity to get the fullness of your blessing. And you have a right to be healed uh, from the sick. You have a right to be healed from disease. You have a right to be raised from the dead. You have a right to have a clear thinking mind. Those are kingdom benefits that the Messiah has mandated on our lives. And again, if you don't have it, you have to get up in the Messiah's face and say, why don't I have that? I'm knocking at this door. I'm letting you in. Got me through the process because that woman says, I'm going to press my way close to the anointing. Hmm? She says, well, I don't been to all these doctors. I'm finna go right here. I, 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 I sense that. He can give me what I need. She pressed closer to what? The anointing. She pressed closer what? In the word. And she says, you know what? Once I get the breakthrough, what? Through Because the word made flesh. Once I get the breakthrough in the word, I'll get everything I need. Now, let me go to these quick scriptures here. And I think I'm going to have to finish up uh, in a couple of weeks. Let's go to Isaiah 55. Let's go to Isaiah 55, because, again, if we are operating in this government, that means there has to be some kind of currency. Every government has currency. Look what it says in Isaiah 55, verse 1. Look, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, and you who have what? No money, come buy and eat. Yes, come buy wine and milk without money, without price. Why do you spend your for money what is not bread and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me. 
eat what is good and let your soul delight itself in what abundance abundance go to revelation 318 quickly go to revelation 318 quickly. he says buy from me with no money how are you gonna buy something from somebody you ain't got no money in this kingdom tell me how are you gonna do that that don't make no sense go to revelation 318 go to revelation 318 he says i counsel you Buy from me gold refined in the fire that you may be rich and white garments that you may be clothed that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed. Anoint your eyes with eye salve that you may see. So he says, buy from me. Listen, when we look at Hebrews eleven six, we're going to this. It says, without faith, it is impossible to please the most high God. The currency in the kingdom is faith. If you don't have faith, you can't buy nothing, you can't operate, you can't do nothing. Remember, Abraham believed God and God credited that to him for righteousness. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. Trust completely in him. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. What repent? Change the way you think and what? Believe. That's what you, that's the requirement. You got to believe. Oh, the Messiah says, Are you, do you believe I'm able to do these things? You see, faith in order for you to buy without money, you need faith. This is why the Messiah says to Isaiah, buy from me the best in abundance. Buy from me. You don't need money. Why? You need faith. So the most high God brings the equalizer here. And the man of God says, everybody gets a measure of it. It's up to you how you increase it. He sent, he gave those talents, one, three, five, man, take it from the one that got the one, give it to the man who got the five. Hey, they said, Lord, he got five already, got 10, he changed. God said, give it to him because he know how to work that hustle. He know how to work that faith. He know how to flip my gifts. He know how to flip my money. This is what God is. God, the most high God is the ultimate investor. He's going to invest in you when you know, when he know you're going to work that thing and listen to him. See? So faith is the currency that we have to operate in the kingdom. I'm out of time. Actually, come back next week as we continue the study. Remember, it's the Father's pleasure to give you the goodness of the land. And in fact, he said, I need someone to till this thing here because they've been carrying on awfully bad. Father, thank you for this word. We just ask that your hand is upon us. Give us guidance and witness, wisdom to to increase upon this world, Father in heaven. And let us not feel ashamed to ask you for the best of the land, but we just ask that as we're asking, we let you in and guide us through the process so that in the process you can receive the glory, praise, and honor because we know you want fellowship. We desire to stay connected with you. And Father, our prayer, my prayer, is if you're not giving it to us, if you're not bringing us along the way, and if you're not going with us in the journey, don't take us. We don't want it. We want nothing only that it comes from you. In your precious son's name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Shalom. That simply means may the Lord bless and keep you. The Lord lift his face upon you. Be gracious to you. The Lord sign his countenance upon you. That name of the Lord is upon you. His word says that he will bless you. Shalom, friends. Thank you for tuning in. God bless. Uh, I really enjoyed this message. Hopefully we'll be able to uh, continue this. Well, we'll be able to continue this next week. And as I said, I have a guest coming on very soon. So, uh, God bless and goodbye. Good night. Hello, family. Thanks for tuning in to Breaking Bread on this network. Breaking Bread is supported by the contributions of individuals and entities that donate to the G2G Foundation. If you have supported this organization, we want to say thank you. And to all our sponsors, your continued support is appreciated and makes it happen. 
If you would like to send a donation to support this program, you can send it by cash app to dollar sign G2G Foundation. That's dollar sign letter G number two G Foundation or lowercase. Or you can mail it to 1728 Northeast Miami Gardens Drive, Suite 135, North Miami Beach, Florida 33179. That's 1728 Northeast Miami Gardens Drive, number 135, NMB, Florida 33179. Your contributions assist us and enable us to forward the vision in other countries such as India and Kenya. Please connect with us by logging on to the g2gfoundation.org. That's T-H-E-G number two G F-O-U-N-D-A-T-I-O-N.org. We're community oriented and believe in community outreach, mentorship, and investing in our youth by spiritual and educational empowerment. We'll see you next week, family, and tell someone to tune in same time here on this network. Shalom.